Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is a Bible study on chapter 8 of the book of Acts. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get completely into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. I pray that you give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and how to implement it in our daily lives. I pray that you open up our eyes, our ears, and our mind to you, Lord, and to knowing the truth of your words. And I pray that you lead, guide, and direct us through every aspect of our lives. I love you with my whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said. With shrieks, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. Okay, so we see in verse 1 that a great persecution or hostility broke out the day that Stephen was stoned. And we saw that in our Bible study from chapter 7 where Stephen was stoned. And that hostility broke out against the church of Jerusalem that day that he was stoned. And then in verse 3, Saul started destroying the church and he went from house to house dragging the people into prison. And we first heard the mention of Saul in our Bible study from chapters 6 and 7 of the book of Acts. And then we saw in verses 4 through 8 that even the people that were scattered, it didn't stop them from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Philip was proclaiming Christ in Samaria, and he performed miraculous signs, he cast out evil spirits, and healed paralytics and crippled. And that's all in the power and the name of Jesus Christ because of Philip's faith in Jesus Christ and in the power of the name of Jesus Christ, these people were healed and these evil spirits were being drawn out of people. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 9. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great and all people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is the divine power, known as the great power. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, they had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon said, Pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me. When they testified and proclaimed the word of the Lord, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many Samaritan villages. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. Alright, so we see in verses 9 through 13 that Simon had practiced sorcery in the city, and there were a lot of people that followed him because they were amazed at his magic. But when Philip came and these people believed in Philip and what he preached about Jesus Christ, many were baptized, and even Simon was baptized, and he believed Philip and followed him. And then in verses 14 through 17, we see that Peter and John went to Samaria when they heard that people had accepted the word of God. And they prayed that the people would receive the Holy Spirit because at that point they had just been baptized in the name of Jesus, but they hadn't received the Holy Spirit. So Peter and John placed their hands on the people and they received the Holy Spirit. And the power isn't in the hands of Peter and John. The power, again, is in Jesus Christ. Through all of this stuff, when we see the apostles performing these miraculous signs and healing people and all of this, it's in the power of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit comes inside these people because they believe in Jesus Christ and they're saved. And then in verses 18 through 25, Simon offered the apostles money to give him the ability to give people the Holy Spirit when he lays his hands on them. Because he saw that's how the other people got the Holy Spirit, by Peter and John laying their hands on them. And Peter said his money will perish with him because he thought that he could buy the gift of God. You can't buy God's power. You can't buy gifts given by God. It's not some type of magic or sorcery like Simon was used to doing. The gift of the Holy Spirit is given by God the Father. He sends down the Holy Spirit to counsel us. Whenever we believe in Jesus Christ and we're saved, we have the Holy Spirit within us. And there's no way you can buy the gift of giving people the Holy Spirit. And Peter told him to repent and pray. When people don't know any better, or even when they do know better, but they sin against God, he's merciful and loving and gracious, and he will forgive, but we always have to repent. Anytime we do something that we know is wrong, or maybe we didn't know that it was wrong, but someone else informed us that it was wrong, or we learned by studying our Bible and really knowing the word of God that what we did was wrong, then we have to repent for that. And once we repent, we have to truly change our ways. And Simon told Peter to pray for him because he knew that Peter was a man of God and that God would listen to him if he prayed for him, that none of that would happen to him. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. 
The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. The eunuch was reading this passage of scripture. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before the shearer is silent. So he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I get baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. And the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 8 of the book of Acts, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 26 through 35, an angel of the Lord told Philip to go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. And the angel knew that this eunuch would be there and it would be a chance for Philip to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So he met this Ethiopian official or the eunuch that was reading the book of Isaiah and he didn't understand what he was reading. So Philip began with that passage and he told him the good news about Jesus, about the gospel of Jesus Christ, how he was crucified and resurrected and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life in heaven with him and God the Father. And then in verses 36 through 40, the official saw some water and he was like, is there any reason for me not to be baptized here? So he had the chariot stopped and the eunuch got baptized. And this just shows the faith that the eunuch had. A lot of people will get saved and not get baptized straight away. Or maybe people don't even realize that getting baptized is important. But we see here that This eunuch immediately wanted to get baptized as soon as he saw water because he knew the importance of baptism and that's showing your obedience and faith to Jesus Christ. And baptism is the representation of being dead in your sins and alive in Christ. So he didn't waste any time. As soon as he saw water, he got baptized. And Philip baptized the eunuch. And whenever the eunuch came out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. So Philip's mission there was complete. He was sent there by an angel to help this eunuch or this Ethiopian official know about the good news of Jesus Christ. And the eunuch got baptized and then Philip's mission was complete. So the eunuch went on his way rejoicing and believing in Jesus Christ. And then Philip appeared in Azotus, which was a new place where he was going to preach about the gospel of Jesus Christ until he got to Caesarea. So whenever we let the Holy Spirit guide us and we follow Jesus Christ, we're disciples of Jesus Christ, we spread the gospel, we truly believe and we let the Holy Spirit guide us, we will be put in specific places 
where we have a mission to help other people know about Jesus Christ. And it's so important for us to stay faithful to that and to take courage and not be afraid if we see someone that needs help knowing about Jesus Christ or needs help understanding something in the Bible or has questions. We need to be prepared and ready to answer them and help them to be able to get saved and go to heaven also. That's why it's so important for us to read and study our Bibles and to pray and to know the teaching and commands of Jesus Christ and to know all about the gospel of Jesus Christ so we can be ready and prepared to let other people know about Jesus Christ and to help them with any questions they may have so they can get saved and go to heaven also. So that concludes this Bible study on chapter 8 of the book of Acts. Next week, we're going to go into chapter 9, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys!